New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Today I'm hosting non-dual teacher Rupert Spira. He's the author of many videos and audio programs as well as books. His two most recent books are Presence, Volumes 1 and 2. Volume 1 is The Art of Peace and Happiness, and Volume 2 is The Intimacy of All Experience. Rupert, welcome to the New Dimensions Café. Thank you, Justine. Very glad to be here. I'm glad to have you. Non-dual, that's sometimes a very difficult subject to really grasp, but in what way does the non-dual philosophy, if I can call it philosophy, in what way might it relieve our everyday suffering? The non-dual understanding points to the fact that In the background of our experience, there is the ever-present awareness within which all experience appears or arises. So if we wanted to visualize awareness, we could visualize it as an open, empty space in which thoughts, images, feelings, sensations and perceptions appear. And just as Nothing that takes place in the space of this room, relatively speaking, could disturb it. So nothing that takes place in the space of awareness ever disturbs it or hurts it or harms it. In other words, its nature is peace. It is undisturbable. Now, the common name for awareness is I. I am aware of my experience. So what we essentially are is not a mixture of thoughts, feelings, sensations, perceptions. What we essentially are is this space-like presence of awareness in which all our experience appears and with which it is known. So if I become upset, let's say somebody has said something to me and I'm really angry about it, or more to the point, because this actually happened to me recently, I made someone else upset (laughs) by what I said. I stepped into a landmine, and suddenly the air is filled with, with explosion. This was a dear friend, and now that's over. I apologize and did all of that, but now it's over. That's behind me. But I, I still have this residual of shame and regret. I wish that hadn't happened. So this is like, I'm suffering. I'm feeling this. Okay. And so how would this open and empty presence of awareness, okay. where so, would that be helpful to okay. me Okay, so in this open, empty, space-like presence of awareness, feelings of shame and guilt are arising like, we could say, like dark clouds in a sky. And they linger, the dark clouds uh, of of shame, guilt, uh, regret, linger for a while in the sky of awareness. 
But in time, like all clouds, they pass by. Your feelings of shame, guilt and regret are going to vanish sooner or later. But you, the essential you, the, the space of awareness in which these feelings arise is not going to vanish, nor is it going to be tarnished or stained or hurt in any way by the passing of these feelings, just like the sky is never stained by the weather. So once you not simply understand but feel that what you essentially are is free of shame, guilt, fear, uh, regret, lack, then we get in touch with something in ourselves that is deeper than these transient temporary feelings. In other words, we get in touch with something in ourselves which is essentially imperturbable. It, it cannot be disturbed, just like the sky can't be disturbed by the weather. Now, imagine that you had access to this undisturbable, essential being that you are all the time. Is that possible? Of course it's possible, because you are yourself all the time. You are the presence of awareness all the time. It is absolutely possible, not just for those relatively few people interested in spiritual matters, but for, for everyone. Everyone has equal access to their own being. So everyone has equal access to this open, empty, spacious presence of awareness in which all experience appears and through which all experience flows, but which is itself never harmed or hurt, or stained by experience. I imagine if you were in touch with your essential being. Let's not say all the time, let's go for most of the time. <laughs> okay. Most of the time. And you, not, not, I don't mean that you were in touch with it intellectually, but you really felt what I essentially am cannot be hurt by anything. It cannot be diminished by anything. It cannot be aggrandized by anything you would be in touch with something in yourself which is essentially peaceful, not a fragile peace that depends on the way situations or circumstances are, but a peace that is prior to thoughts, images, feelings, sensations, perceptions, relationships, etc. It is possible, quite possible, within everybody's grasp to, to be in touch with their essential being and to feel its innate qualities of peace and fulfillment. So you mentioned this is a knowing beyond the intellect. I would say more it was prior to the intellect. It's before we know anything, before we know, even before we know that 2 plus 2 equals 4, our essential being is present the essential being that we are, aged two, is the same essential being that we are, aged 42 or 62. Now, that's very interesting that you said aged two, because just prior to this conversation that you and I are having right now, I was talking about this with some friends, and we were talking about, we were all mothers who have birthed babies, and we all agreed 
about how a baby, when it's born and, and they're starting to toddle around at age two, and they, they stomp on our feet, you know, they, there is no difference in their world between themselves and the world. They are the world. Everything yes. is one. And you yes. can see that as a mother. You see that yes. in these babies. Yes. They and, haven't yet learned to separate themselves out from all objects and others. Yes. So that's something that we learn through acculturation, I guess. Or, yes. Yes, it's something that it's necessary to learn it in order to function in life. But having learnt it, it's something that we then have to go beyond. It's true that we have to uh, learn that we are separate from our mother, separate from our father, separate from our environment. That's part of the, the growing up process. But at some stage, if we want to mature into fully mature adults, we have to go beyond that sense of separation and reconnect again with our sense of unity with all objects and others. So, Rupert, I'm kind of thinking of this like, first, we're in that essential being, um, that open awareness as a child, and then we start to learn this other way. And I kind of think about that as swinging on a trapeze. So we're swinging on this trapeze of this subject and object and learned behavior and everything. And then what you're asking us to do is to let go of this feeling of separateness. Yes. And get in touch once more with that essential nature of our being that yes exactly the sense of separation is always a mixture of our beliefs and our feelings but our beliefs and feelings are always appearing and disappearing no belief or feeling that you have ever had has remained with you all your life yet yeah? every thought you have comes and goes every feeling you have comes and goes every sensation you have comes and goes. But there is something in you which doesn't come and go. There is something which is essential to you. No thought is essential to you. All thoughts are superfluous. Yes? Yes. They can, uh, feelings, they, they all come and go. But there is something in you, and, and this is what I would call the essential you, the essential self, your essential irreducible self. And that is just your being. You're aware being. Prior to the addition of thoughts, feelings, perceptions, etc. To begin with, we find it in the background of our experience, in the same way that we might at first say the screen is in the background of the movie. So the movie is the colourful, changing, moving experience in the foreground, but behind it, there is this silent, still, peaceful, motionless screen which is totally one with the movie and yet it is not moved or harmed or changed by the movie so exactly the same thing is true behind our turbulent thoughts feelings sensations and perceptions in other words behind the chaos of experience both pleasant and unpleasant there is this background of awareness this peaceful silent, transparent, fulfilled presence of awareness. And it's not buried deep within us that we need to spend 20 years meditating in order to access any more than the screen is buried 
behind the movie. No, the screen is shining in clear view during the movie. Likewise, this presence of awareness is not buried behind experience. It's actually present in the midst of our experience. But because we focus so exclusively on our thoughts, feelings, sensations and perceptions, most people overlook the simple knowing of their own being, this inherently peaceful, silent, loving presence, both in the background of experience, but also in the midst of all experience. So just one last question that might be relevant for the times that we're in right now. Let's say that we have an understanding or even an experience of our essential awareness What if I want to contribute to the goodness of the planet or I have something that I feel passionate about? Can I do that with this awareness? Yes, absolutely. You started your question with saying, if we have an understanding or experience that, and I want to be sure that you don't think that what I'm talking about is some some extraordinary experience that a few unusual people have access to, that regular people don't have access to. I'm talking about the very simple being that each of us essentially is and that all of us have equal access to. Now, to go on to your question about what do we do in the world as we begin to feel this silent, inherently peaceful, loving presence in the background of experience, What do we do? Is it relevant, for instance, to become an activist about climate change? Or So the answer is yes. Each individual body and mind will express this experience of their own being in different ways. So this recognition of our essential being doesn't necessarily make us uh, passive, unconcerned, uncompassionate people. On the contrary, it is very natural once this has been felt or recognized to want to communicate it in some ways out in the world. So we find that once we have got in touch with our essential being, it is very natural to want to take up activities or to have relationships that we feel in some ways expresses and shares and communicates and celebrates it in the world with others. For one person, that might mean becoming a climate change activist. For for another person, it may mean becoming a musician. For another person, it may mean just staying quietly at home, bringing up their family without having any particular mission in the world. And each of these activities would be equally legitimate. It would just be the way that that particular person expresses this new love and understanding. Rupert, I want to thank you so much for being with us today on the New Dimensions Cafe. Thank you, Justine. It's been a pleasure talking with you. It's been my pleasure as well. I've been speaking with Rupert Spira. He's a non-dual teacher, teacher of the direct path. He's the author of many books and audio tapes and videos. And his most recent books are Presence, Volume 1 and 2. Volume 1 is The Art of Peace and Happiness. And Volume 2 is the intimacy of all experience. And if you want to know more about his work, you can go to his website, Rupert Spira, S-P-I-R-A, RupertSpira.com. Or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. 
I want to thank you for joining us on the New Dimensions Cafe, and I invite you, please do join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.